Welcome to The Thought Vault, where we learn to unlock our minds to live with more purpose and bold intention. I'm your host, Emily Vermillion. Take a deep breath and let's get started. On this episode of The Thought Vault, we are going to talk about comfort. Comfort is not something that we think of as being a problem. But I think after this conversation, you may have some new thoughts about it. Comfort is something we all understand. It's our softest robe when we get out of the shower or on a cold winter night. It's our best fitting pair of jeans that we always throw on, whether we feel skinny or feel bloated. They just always feel good. Our favorite coffee order from Starbucks. It's the smell of your grandma's house, the way your mom hugs you when she sees you, your own bed after you've been away. And the way you feel in the car on a Friday evening, blaring your music on the way home after a week of work. It's usually equating to a whole lot of positives in our lives. Comfort equals good. Feeling good. Feeling peaceful. Is there another side to comfort? I bet you can guess what I'm going to say. Yes. Comfort can also be the safety of bad habits for fear of doing something else. Comfort is knowing that doing something different will disrupt the way things are. Comfort is not having to expend energy to do something you've been thinking about. Comfort is being settled and not moving forward. Comfort is the nest we build around ourselves in all areas of our lives. We insulate parts of our lives with routines, negative self-talk, and idle busyness. Comfort keeps us complacent and not eager to learn new things. Comfort gives us a false sense of stability and a real sense of stagnation. Comfort keeps things moving exactly the way they are with little deviation and utter devastation when life throws the proverbial curveball. Comfort can be the killer of dreams and the catalyst for a boring life. And maybe you're like me because I suffer from comfort. I like comfort. I like control. I like to expect things and see them happen. Comfort keeps me from getting hurt, from failing hard, from making mistakes and having to deal with them. Comfort keeps and gives me simple, and my mind likes to live there, safe in my disorder of perfectionism. But if you're listening to this personal development podcast, then you're also like me and that your heart doesn't live there. My heart hates comfort. My heart beats fast when I think about my dreams, when I can envision what I believe God has called me to do, what he created me to be. My heart wants to accomplish a bazillion things and have experiences like I've never experienced. My heart despises comfort and physically aches when my comfortable, loving mind tries to downplay what I'm capable of or tell me all the reasons I don't have the resources to accomplish what the fire in my belly tells me otherwise. Comfort keeps me saying things like, I'm waiting for God's timing. God will show me what he wants me to do. I'll do that when the kids get a little bit older. Those things happen for other people. So here's the question. What is the role of comfort in our lives? First, we have to understand where comfort comes from. Comfort comes from the connection most of us form early in life with our parents when we were infants. In a nutshell, it's the security we've experienced in our lives, functional and dysfunctional. It's what we've learned to expect out of life. So maybe then we need comfort for two purposes, 
to provide the predictability that keeps our minds from guessing and overanalyzing, returning to our home, our nurtured way of life, and also to provide us enough stability to press into the heart-fluttering dreams we envision. And if predictability and security are part of the comfort, God definitely has given us those. God is our assurance that it is all right to explore and take intellectual risk because God is here with an open heart and a safety net at all times. If comfort gives us the ability to make calculated choices, then we should be able to see the areas in which our choices are reflective of what has the strongest influence in our lives. I meet so many people and hear so many stories of others that have all the visions and all the plans mapped out for where they want to go, what they want to accomplish, who they want to be. But they remain in the same place week after week, month after month, and year after year. One big factor for this is comfort. And not the comfort that God provides to us to have faith in his ways and provision in our lives. But the comfort of not wanting anything to change for fear of something different. For the uncertainty and predictability. Being too comfortable means that you become risk adverse, which means ultimately the thoughts surrounding the possibility of what you're hoping for or dreaming for isn't actually motivating enough to attempt it. We're scared of failing, not achieving, not being what we dream of. Do you see how comfort can radically dictate the outcomes in our life? It stops us from making choices feeling or even feeling motivated to do things differently or to have faith to jump as they say. Comfort is perfect in the perfect context. It's our safe harbor when things are hard. It's reprieve when we need a break and it provides a satisfaction that can't be really found in other things like coming home. And that's precisely what Christ provides. Open arms to come home to, always embracing us and giving us the strength to hold on. When we allow comfort to control us on the other side, it overruns the message God wants us to hear. It clouds our vision for what opportunities are open for us to take. Comfort keeps us sedentary and unable to make progress towards a dream. Comfort tells us not right now, one day. When this door opens for that, then I'll do it. Comfort keeps us in the waiting. And not taking action and making the most of our time doesn't give us the life God intended for us. Sometimes stepping out in blind faith is exactly what God wants us to do. To have complete faith in his presence in our lives. To break our world of comfort, knowing that ultimately he's the only comfort that truly brings contentment. What are the benefits of stepping out of your comfort zone? Well, just to name a few off the top of my mind, I mean, you're able to renew your mind with new thought patterns, to have a renewed perspective to manage your daily actions and interactions with others. When we think differently, we are learning a new way to live. As we've talked about in previous episodes, our thoughts dictate our actions. So when we learn to step out and do things differently and get out of that comfort zone, we're experiencing a new life. When you do things differently and challenge yourself, you're able to see how capable you are and the abilities that God has given you to do things in a tremendous way. When we take risks and break habits, we are able to grow 
and learning things and experiencing new things is what the stuff of good life is made of. Stepping out of comfort zones can open up experiences you never could have otherwise had or learned from. Witnessing God stepping into those open opportunities with us is so life-giving. When we learn to get out of our comfort zones, we learn to become adaptable and receptive to challenges that we are inevitably always prone to face. We also have the chance to develop our relationship with Christ in a deeper way and have more chances to learn from him. Getting out of our comfort zone is something that opens up our lives. This is applicable in every area, work, family, relationships. If we can learn to break our habitual lives and not live in this settled existence of comfort, we can realize so much more potential out of the lives that we have while we're here on this side of heaven. Life is not meant to be dull. It's not meant to be the same repetitive day over and over. Having faith in Christ above our own reservation provides so much new opportunity in our lives. Don't be closed off to that. As it's said in 2 Corinthians 1.3, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. When we are aware of God's presence in our lives, comfort means rest in Him. We are able to transform the way we live with others and how we engage in the choices that we make. Even if we push ourselves and fail, it can be accepted as part of the process. We will also gain the gift of seeing God's provision through those hard situations. And the benefits of that wisdom will serve us and others that we may be able to counsel and walk with them through if they are facing something similar. It's an opportunity to be the hands and feet of Jesus. What opportunities do you have if you just do the same simple things every day, have the same bad habits every day, think the same mundane thoughts every day? When we are pushing ourselves outside of this comfort zone, we are opening our lives up to so much more. And my hope for this conversation is for us to recognize areas of our lives that we have become complacent with and distracted by contentment in the settling. This doesn't mean go and shake everything up and live in a state of perpetual risk-taking, but more that we should take inventory of areas we've known we need to address and just haven't had the energy or the security to begin changing it. Don't ignore the things God may be signaling or the heart palpitations that you can have when you think you'll never have the chance to do X, Y, Z. Don't allow yourself to let your days roll into the next without actively and mindfully being present to really feel and experience it. Stop allowing the same bad habits to keep you in the place you don't want to be. And know that you have all the capability within you through the gift of free will to start making changes and living out the life that you want. God has given us the ultimate comfort, the ultimate comfort in knowing that whatever choice we make, whatever distraction that we face in our decision making or not making the right choice, we have that safety net. We have our safety net in Christ. He is never going to forsake us or or leave us in shambles. We have the ultimate comfort in knowing that irregardless of the choices we make, God is standing present with us. And he has 
the capability to see us through that failure, that thing that we're so scared of experiencing. Most people that are successful, quote unquote, or that have accomplished great legacy in their life, like they've left this amazing legacy of their their morals or their beliefs or, you know, a nonprofit, our mission, people that have been at the top of their forte and their expertise, most of them have experienced massive failure. These moments of rising from the ashes. And God gave us all of that capability. It's not just for the chosen few. It's not just for though that happens for those people. That happens for all of us. But we have to have enough faith and enough confidence in our ability through Christ to step out of what is easy. There are some seasons of easy. There are some seasons of complete rest. And God makes us aware of when we need to do those things. I know I've been knocked over the head with that before, but that's not where we're meant to live our entire existence. If we weren't actively pursuing God, actively living out our faith in him, there would be no revelations. There would be no new things made, no new technology, no new way of thinking, no new way of encouraging and helping uplift others that need to have help. We have to get out of our comfort zones. Living and settled isn't really living. Doing the atypical things on an atypical day all the time isn't going to lead to much fulfillment. And as I've learned to take a risk and push myself, I've grown deeper in my relationship with Christ, which is ultimately the best thing that could ever come out of any experience that I have here. And I am the one that has a really hard time with unpredictability. I don't mind change, but I like to know if it's coming. I don't want to fail. And so for me, I've had to learn that stepping out of comfort means it's okay to fail because I'm going to learn from that. So take the chance to really take advantage of this ultimate comfort he has given us. Make use of it. See what you're really made of. How are you going to know what you're really made of unless you deal with some things that aren't part of your normal everyday habitual life. Remember from previous episodes, I've mentioned that up to 90% or 95% of our days are completely habitual from the day before. And I feel like I say that stat a lot, but it's because I want you guys to really grapple with the reality of that. 95% of every single day is repetitive of the day before. (laughs) So how are you going to ever experience life differently or have new thoughts or new experiences? It's by pushing yourself. It's by getting out of your normal. It's by utilizing tools to help you think differently, feel differently. And that results in different action taking. And different action taking means different outcomes. And your days aren't going to be how they were a year ago. Even if you're making small incremental changes, that adds up majorly over time. And so challenge yourself. Challenge yourself to say yes to hanging out with someone new at your office. Take the chance at spending time at night when you're tired learning something that you have so much interest in. You have interest in that thing for a reason. Take the chance at pursuing something actively that you've always loved doing that you have a passion for. Connect with other 
people and there's tons of outlets for connecting with people that have ideas like you. I mean, Facebook groups come to mind because there's so many of them, but you could get your foot in the door with something that you have a lot of passion for by joining a Facebook group, making connections with other human beings that have their own connections with that type of passion that you may be interested in. Take the chance in looking up local meetings and local events that are happening around you that would connect you with what you're going for, what your goal is. I guess what I'm trying to say is take a risk, do something different, watch something different, learn something different, talk to someone different, change up your schedule, incorporate things that you know you're good at into your daily life if you don't already have an outlet for them. If you like to paint and you haven't been painting and it's been bothering you that you haven't been painting. There's a reason that's bothering you. Start painting. Make time for it. Stop pushing things aside that you really want to do or you really want to accomplish. Don't allow passions to be smothered. Don't let that fire burn out. And if you have a desire to do something radical, I don't know what that could be. Maybe quit your job and start a business doing fish guiding. I don't know. It could be so many things. You know, you have that passion inside of you because you were uniquely made and who knows what that pursuit would do in your life and consequently do for others. If you're super passionate about something, think about the ripple effect of that. I think about people that are passionate about horse training and when they learned how horses have a great connection with kids that have um, mental issues, you know, or disorders. And they were so passionate about horses and meeting that need that like, that is a whole form of, it's like equinine, I don't know how you say it, therapy. And it has been proven to scientifically help these children. There's all kinds of things that people are passionate about and it opens up the floodgates for impacting thousands. Or maybe it just impacts you, but the legacy you leave behind impacts other people. God is always working. God is always weaving everything that we're doing and skilled at. And yes, everything that we fail at for his good. And what is for his good is for our good. And so do not allow your brain to habitually shut down things because it is looking at things logically. Oh, there's no time for that. I'm too tired. I have no energy. If God wants me to do that, he will make it very clear. You know, all these things we tell ourselves. If it's God's will, it will just happen. No, God wants you to be involved in the process because the journey it takes you to get there is part of what he wants you to be involved in and to learn from and to make what at the end of that path, make it that much more impactful because you've been through this journey to get to that point and you've learned from it. So I encourage you all, step out of your comfort zone, jump, jump in blind faith. And I am saying this to myself too, because there are areas that I have got to jump I've got to jump in faith that it's okay if I fall flat. That's okay. But I have burning passions and callings on my heart since I was a child to do things that I want to do. And so it's just time for us to pursue those things. There's not any other time that you can be guaranteed to have to try later. So get out of your comfort zone. And I'm going to repeat what I said earlier. God has given us the ultimate comfort. So make use of it and see what you're really made of. Let's end this episode with a prayer. Bow your head. Let's close our eyes. 
Let's just have a moment to talk, talk to our Father. Dear Lord, we just thank you for today. We thank you for the time that you've given us, for the breath in our lungs. We thank you for all the circumstances that have brought us to this point now, for us to have, always have the resources that we need in you, Christ, to pursue the passions you've given us, to live our days without fear, without fear, for we know that you are present with us in every waking moment. And when we call your name, Lord, you answer. I pray today, Lord, that you help ignite all those passions we have. Ignite them again, Lord. Give us the fortitude and the determination to do something today, no matter how big of a step or small of a step, to pursue what you've placed in our heart to pursue to make a small step in a direction that leads us down a path we haven't been yet and to give us the confidence that even scared, we are capable with you, Christ. You have given us the gift of free will and we pray, Lord, that the choices we make all work together for your good, for your glory, Lord. We pray to learn from the process. We pray to have insight and wisdom on what choices to make, when to make them, and to start making them and not be afraid, not to wait, to listen and be receptive to what you are telling us, Lord, and to be encouraged that no matter the outcome, the path, the way, the feedback, we are able. We are able to withstand it all. And I just pray for all of us listening right now to just be encouraged, Lord, that the time we have is now and there's so much life to live. There's so much to learn and to be excited about. And I pray that we all do something today to help us break the habits we've had, to help us have a new thought, a new feeling that is motivating and encouraging to keep going and to keep trying to break the mold we've placed ourselves in. For there is nothing impossible when your hand is involved, Lord. And we just pray, Lord, that you will give us the comfort, the comfort we need to know, Lord, that we are okay to step out in faith. I pray, Lord, that we take this moment right now, Lord, to just Surrender our fears, surrender the negative talk, surrender the habits that we've made for ourselves to keep us negative and down, to stop the feeling that we aren't capable or we aren't able to do the things that you have provided us to do, to see the opportunities that are in our life right now, irregardless of the circumstances that we are in. We know, Lord, that you are a God of hope. And where there is hope, there is change. And we pray, God, to see that. Thank you, Lord, for your endless comfort, your endless presence, and your endless strength for all of us to use. We love you, Lord. Amen.
I have so enjoyed this conversation and I hope it's given you something to think about, something to prod you along, make you do something that you've been wanting to do to see where comfort maybe isn't so comfortable. I'd love to have you on the inside crowd. So make sure you follow the link in the show notes to join our email list. If you're good at remembering, you you could go to subscribe dot boldpearls.com forward slash add me to join our email list get all the inside deets and things that are going to be coming out and I love to send out mindset worksheets and whatever just it's just full of stuff <laughs> of course you can find me on Instagram on and on Facebook you can find those links in the show notes as well you can find me on both of those places with the username by Emily Vermillion And until next time, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12, 2. Go live with bold intention, everyone. Bye for now.